Awesome. Yeah, and then people pop up here and put comments. Hey guys, we're back again, live. Uh, if you're listening to the show, please comment on Facebook and YouTube. Um, if not, no worries, just listen in. Uh, let us know how we sound or how we look. Sometimes the video's been a bit fuzzy just because the internet here at the exhibit area has been less than perfect. But uh, I have a guest, a special guest here who's actually been here at the booth for the last few days. Uh, he's a good friend of Benko's, has been using Benko for a while. And uh, we are happy to welcome Warren from Wellis Alloy Wheel Repair. And you're in Tennessee too. Nope, I am in uh, St. Charles, Illinois. Oh, Illinois. Just outside. Oh, nope, this is Benko. Oh, so yeah, that's, that's right. Uh, yep. you, you're Benko. He's helping out um, Valerie at Benko as just another person here holding the fort down. Um, we have been consistently bombarded by people um, uh, and stuff. So it's actually been a really positive uh, thing here. It's been very brisk, but we've actually had a chance, a little bit of a slowdown towards the end of the day. And now uh, I said, come on, Warren, ready to go. So welcome to the show, Warren. Thank you. Nice to be here. Yeah. Now, Warren, you're here because you're, you know, not only are you just a super fan of Benko, but you also are a customer and you're a powder. You you specialize in wheel refinishing. Yes. Yeah. We That's all we do is wheel repair. We don't sell wheels. We don't uh, sell any products. It's strictly factory and uh, aftermarket wheel repair. Tell me about how you got started in Powder So I've been doing this for 20 years, and we started out a complete mobile business. Uh, over the last uh, uh, seven or eight years, I have been transitioning out of the mobile. I still have trucks on the road going out to dealerships, body shops, but I am uh, predominantly 70 to 80 percent of our business is now at the shop and we do custom powder work uh custom colors but specializing in, in wheels where we say that we're a wheel company not a powder company but we powder right. right because your specialty is yes so, yeah now have you been to sema before yes or, oh you have yep, okay yep, I've been here. how how would you compare it this year to Last year, there was, it, it's, it's twice as many people are here. And last year when we were here, we were kind of at the, we were in pretty much the same spot we are now, but the whole back area, uh, back off the stairs, uh, there was nothing there. They had the whole area uh, closed off. So even the exhibitors are probably up 30%. Yeah, I, well, that's good to know because, um, you know, that's kind of stuff you don't hear. I did see that um, Chevy and uh, Ford and GM are not here. No. And, but Dodge is here. And this was kind of the scuttlebutt on the bus ride over in the morning yesterday was, hey, where where is Chevy? Where's GM? Where's, you know, their displays and stuff? So it's kind of a notable I guess a notable of SEMA 2022. There's still lots to see, but it's very apparent that the, the big large, manufacturers yeah, are, are not here. Are not here, and everybody's kind of like, hmm, wonder why, you yeah. know? 
So it could be many reasons or just one reason. It, it, it's a strange environment out there right now. I mean, you hear, you know, depending on where you're, where you're getting your news from, it's a, it's the, the economy they say is going strong, but we're headed into a recession, but you come here and there are still so many people that are out here uh, you know, just plugging along with yeah, planning their yeah. future yeah. And, and planning their future with Benco because your sales, you've landed quite a few sales this year. Yes. From what I hear. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. They, and this has been a really big boon for, for, the, uh, for uh, Benco coming into SEMA. It has been a great way for them to get their name out and, you know, they get to, you get to meet all the, all the players with Benco and, you know, they're all great people. That's, that's why I'm here. I don't get anything out of this other than a free trip. Yeah. I actually, I don't even get a free trip because I got to pay, I pay for my airfare and, but they, you know, they, they help me, they get me in here and I, I enjoy doing it. I like right. them so much. That's why I do it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, for first timer, I am thoroughly impressed with this show, uh, you know, and all the way. And it's not just the exhibitors and, and what's here and the events and everything. You just sh shared a really cool video. I can't wait. He's going to share a video with me later today, and I'm going to post it to my reel. Just so you know, I wasn't out there watching that. But he you were was, in here working. Warren was, and I'll make sure to share, uh, say that on my reel. But, um, but anyways, uh, you know, it, the SEMA people, the people that are managing it, you know, the uh, the people that are making sure everything's clean and serving the food and getting us in and getting us out and, and stuff, they're all like super super nice people. Yes. I, I, I'm a, I'm it's not grumpiness at all on any no. level. It's super happy. And, and it's and this year, you know, coming off of COVID last year, they were the mask mandates were still in place. Vegas was just starting to open back up. It was, uh, even then, they were doing their best to, you know, to, to put their best face forward and uh, it did a really phenomenal job. Yeah. They've done, and especially, it's it's nice to see people back out enjoying themselves. Yeah, I'm not worried about anything or anybody here. Everybody's like super mellow and fun and just ready to have a good time. A um, couple of guys kind of snapped some of my hats yeah. without me knowing uh and we caught we caught a couple of burglars yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and valerie was like hey <laughs> but you know when you got cool swag i don't know yeah, yeah. no no and they just hey it's free why you know you right. brought it to give away so why don't give, give it away yeah they think it's just because it's sitting on this table next to me yes. that it's free and it's not free but uh but um getting back to your business um how many employees and what size are your ovens? So I have six employees. I have a 24 foot uh, powder booth and I have a 17 by 10 by eight uh, gas uh, oven. I also have a small uh, uh, six by six batch oven uh, that's electric. Uh, and we typically, we're very small volume. We as a whole, we probably do about 30 wheels a day. Mm -hmm. uh, powder coating probably probably averages between 12 to 16 wheels a day. Uh, but we also do customer waiters. We repair wheels in an hour. Right. Oh, so wow. we get customers that will come in with curb damage, 
we can offer same day powder coating. Uh, if people want to you know, take advantage, people can't down their car for a couple of days and we do everything. We do the mount, the balance. Uh, we do, uh, you know, people just drop their cars off. Our, all of our repairs, our, you know, welding, straightening, all of those are included in our typical pricing. So if you're, if you're powder coating. And we're about the only people in town. Everybody else does, you know, all the other guys will do, you know, they'll powder coat your wheels, but they don't straighten. They'll powder coat your wheels, but they, you know, they, they, they put the powders on. And this is one of the reasons why I got into this. We were mobile doing just wheel repair. And I would, I had a couple of powder coaters, local guys that I would use. And the turnaround, the turnaround that we uh, were experiencing, the quality was inconsistent. So I was not expecting any of this to take off, but the powder coating did. And the, you know, it's, it's a, it was a really good uh, accent to my already, you know, mm -hmm. popular business. Mm -hmm. And then it just started replacing my regular business. So, you know, you can't go wrong there. Yeah. You just follow the lead, right? Yes. You know? yep. Yeah. Well, that's awesome. Um, when at what point you know you went from this mobile situation to powder coating and in a shop uh at what point did you start thinking about benko or like thinking okay i need a simpler way to you know? so about seven years ago is when we put the powder coating and i was i was using the b17 mm -hmm. um and that that was great it it's it's Fed up our our strip times because before, prior to that we were sandblasting, and it was just too it was too time consuming. So uh, early on, a competitive company came out after while I was using the the B seventeen, a competitive company came out with a with a chemical a hot tank a, an eco a, something you know eco friendly, right? And we were using that for a few years, and it was it. it improved our business fastly. Uh, then just so happened COVID hit and Bill Streeter walked in the door and I started talking to him. There was a, a, a travel limitation. So people, my my other supplier couldn't come in. They couldn't right. travel in. I see. And so we ended up, uh, you know, just based on purely on price, I made the decision to switch over because I was saving 50%. Right. And it turned out after I started using it that it was also increasing our or decreasing our strip times by 30 to 40 percent. So, I mean, I couldn't believe it. I was saving 50 percent and I increased my. What kind of wheels were these? Were these previously powder coated these or are, previously painted? Or these, you them this is everything. This is, yeah, this is, these, yeah, because we, we predominantly deal in factory wheels. Okay. Um, and, you know, you've got a lot of, you've got a lot of different uh, types of wheels out there. The Germans are by far the, you know, they use an epoxy based primer, uh, an epoxy based primer. Right. That is one of the harder ones to strip. I heard but, it's seven layers, actually. Uh, yeah, and it's. Between primers and coats. Yep, yeah, and it is not. Uh, uh, and that vary that that varies by manufacturer, right. uh, and then there are a lot of wheels that have been in the American market that have gotten powder coated. Depending on who powder coats them, they are you know there, there's some stuff out there that it, it's it, it it's just a nightmare to get off. And our our strip chemicals have just you know it's it is uh, it's cut our time our, our process time. Ahead. 
So you've got the B-17E tank. Yes. How big is it? So mine's only a four-wheel. Okay. Um, mine's a, mine is only a four-wheel. And truth be told, I, I don't have the Benco tank. I have my previous supplier tank. Oh, okay. And and, uh, and I am going to upgrade uh, eventually. Or, well, it's going to be upgrading pretty soon because we've our volume has exceeded that four wheel tank, and we still use B seventeen uh, to help out our our you know our process. If we're getting yeah. backlogged, we will use the B seventeen uh, because there's nothing that beats that. I mean, that's fifteen minutes, and you're right. you know you're you're done. Right. Um, but, I, yeah. There's no way you could get away from it. At- at any no. point or would i want would we want to no now in powderworks yeah uh we're, we're very we realized that early on this was just like a total benefit to try yes to, yep you know um you know i have a thought um what Coming to this thought. <laughs> <laughs> off, the rails, off, ask, off the rails. Off the rails. So, <laughs> I'm out of hey, questions. So you're in Hawaii. Right. How are you hiring? Because I, I, I'm yes, my I wife, am. My wife and I are looking to move out to Hawaii. Uh, yes. The answer is yes. Um, I, I, I've got a lot of people that have asked that question, and I'm always yes. But you know, um, it's it's very expensive there, and yes. The, the rent or, you know, finding a place can be difficult. Yeah. Uh, they're trying to kind of get ahead of that in anticipation of possibly having to hire someone on the mainland here in the mainland uh, and relocating to help us uh, because I don't know if we can find the talent that we need at the level that we're at right now. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yep. Um, because we're ready to kind of let it be run by somebody else. And, um, or we're getting close, let's just say that. And, you know, I don't want to, you know, if we can find the right person on Maui, that, that's a benefit, you know, but they have to be able to learn quickly and stuff like that, yeah. you know. Yeah. And it, it would be such a relief to know that somebody already has that skill set and you know maybe we just show them some of our processes and you know yeah um, and that's what i'm i'm kind of at that crossroads with my business as well i can't I, it's getting difficult for me to manage it by myself yeah and and i need to get people in to give let me a lot or to allow me to concentrate on my business i've grown so fast over the last several years and the business has changed in our you know in our our region that uh yeah, it, it you need someone actively pushing the business out there, and it's uh, you know I unfortunately I don't have luxury to be to be able to do that anymore because I'm day to day operations payroll all you know all those the are important here. things to keep your eyes on yes you know and I I loved Sam's energy you know when I was interviewing Sam earlier today um, I love his energy because it seems like when he talks like. Not that there's no problems, because I'm sure he has problems, but, um, you know, just with the day-to-day. But, you know, he is all about the processes, and he understands at a very young age, you know, what we're going through right now. And, you know, trying to escape that a little bit, or yes. at least your mind at ease, you know, not be stressing and stuff. Yes, yeah. And I'd really like to hear more from him. He promised that he'd like to join me again, um, you know, maybe even more on a regular basis, you know, depending on his time level. But, uh, but yeah, um, 
it, it, it can be difficult. Do you use QuickBooks in your business? I, or do I don't. Else? I actually have a, well, I, no, I don't use QuickBooks anymore. I use a uh, program uh, out of New Zealand. It's, a, mm. it's an accounting software. Mm -hmm. Uh, all online, and my guys can access everything. All my invoicing is done off of the phones. They're, uh, it's a product called Zero. Uh, oh, X, yes, I've X, heard of Zero. X -E yeah. yep. And it's it's like QuickBooks. Um, it's more, it is kind of, it's not a, it, once it's set up, it's very mm -hmm. intuitive uh, to use. Mm -hmm. um, it, you can have up to 35 users with no extra. Whereas yeah. if you're on QuickBooks, no, you get what, three and you got to pay and then yeah, they're doing all the sales calls for mm -hmm. you. But this, uh, we use, I've been using this, well, for close to, uh, since 2015 and it works out real well. Yeah, I've heard of them and, and I, it's funny how you always hear about QuickBooks, but you don't hear about zero here in the no. United States. Uh, but I have heard of them. I think the first time I heard about them was in 2004. Yeah. yeah. Um, I I just was already kind of in it, and I I'm a little sketch to go online, um, at least with the QuickBooks. I don't know about the Zero, but um, I like the desktop version. Um, I personally. Do they uh, still make the desktop version? They do. Now? They do. Yeah. They do. Because um, I heard there that are, they were doing away with it and it was all. Well, they keep saying that. Yeah. You know, but, you know, you're going to have like, what, a million bookkeepers yes. that manage businesses every day go into like panic mode. Yes. I doubt it. You know, they're like a long way from that, I think. Yeah. And I bought, I bought a, uh, I bought a, about a year ago, I bought the assets of a, uh, a repair shop mm -hmm. and I kept the shop going for about six months to a year while I was setting everything else up. And uh, we used QuickBooks with that online and I absolutely hate it. I like the desktop version, but the, uh, yeah. the, the online yeah, version. Because you can't too, change, you no. cannot change it after it's, there's like, yes. yeah. And I'm like, well, that's stupid. Yeah, you know, and you're it's not it, it is it's not as user friendly. Yeah, it's not as user friendly, uh, especially when you're, you know, with your day to day operations. It's great. And you have you almost have to have an accounting degree to use it. Right. I, I mean, I get it. They probably made that product for a lot of mobile users. Like if yeah. you had your mobile business, you know, um, all the full time, uh, that would make sense because you're on the go all the time. But yeah, uh, I didn't. It doesn't sit well for me. I don't also like to have that kind of uh, kind of data on. Yeah, well, and that because the, it's online. Yeah, and that's you know? a problem with zero too. Is that it's all online. There's no desktop version. It is. It's easier to use on the phones. Uh, but yeah, if the internet's out or you can't access, it's it throws you off because my guys out in the field they don't carry paper invoices. They don't, and so you know, it, it is. Uh, and it would be the same with QuickBooks online. If the internet yeah, goes if down, the internet, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. you're you're kind of dead in the water. It's like it's like when the credit card systems go down. You know, you're right. standing there and you right. take a payment. Right. I do have uh, my merchant services is with QuickBooks because I get such a good rate. Uh, I feel like I get a really good rate with uh, you know my credit cards and stuff okay. like that. Do you guys do credit cards? Uh, yeah, we do credit cards. I have two different systems. I have Square and mm -hmm. I have uh, 
uh, I use Square for my mobile stuff, and then I have a company called uh, MX Merchants uh, for for the office. Mm-hmm. So if my guys are, you know, they, they need to take a payment, we take it. We take it with Square. Right. Yeah. Um, I I think uh, I I like it. Sometimes it's not so perfect. I do have a couple of fix its and when I get home, I gotta fix. I gotta call their merchant services and have them fix it for me because I just. You know, I paid for that service, so yeah. like, if I can't figure it out, then I got to call them to do it. As yeah. long as their, you know, customer service is available uh, to fix things when things go wrong. Yeah, um, and you're I, not waiting two hours on. Yeah, I've had cold. to. I've had to escalate things a little bit, um, mainly because I had originally had my my company uh, was the original owner of the QuickBooks, and then. You know, when I closed that company down, I still had the name on there, and it just was bugging me. And it seemed easy enough just to change the name, but oh no, you try to change the name yep. and address of the original yep. owner, it, it's a nightmare. So I've had to escalate that. And but then when I finally escalated it, and I got that that special services people, they were the nicest people ever. So yeah. like they were very careful, you know, cautious and helpful and got everything done that I wanted, all my little bucket list stuff yes. done on the checklist, done on the stuff I wanted to fix. But but yeah, software can be can be frustrating sometimes when it doesn't work quite Yes. Right. Yep. And anything dealing with credit cards is always, you know, is always a, a, a kind of a pain to deal with in the first place too. That, that's one of the reasons why I like this or what, why I like my, it's a little, it's a little company, but they bill they bill us at the end of the year or at the end of the month. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Square takes out every transaction. So mm-hmm. when you go to reconcile oh, your books and all that, you have to figure, okay, well, did someone short pay or right. is it a is it just the processing fee? Because you don't know. Right, right. And then if you know, you're I'm always worried. Well, I just had my first day here, just to share. My first day, I got an email or I got a text from my bank that my card got hacked. And someone charged uh, uh, about six hundred dollars on my on my credit business, my business, business credit one? card. Yeah. So I called, got that straightened out. They Chase, which I hate Chase, but they're probably mm-hmm. one of the best banks out there for for business. Uh, had me a card here at the hotel the following day. Um, they, they mailed one out. Nice. But then yesterday I got a call for my wife's business card got hacked. Someone they they were using it. And you know, I, it, it, this whole electronic online, like going back to what you were saying with having all your information out there, nothing prevents them from, you know, if they, if, if they want to get it, they're going to get it. True. Um, those, uh, what do they call them? They're calling them fin, it's like, it's a whole thing, you know, like a, a mafia type thing, I guess. I don't want to say, like, a, it's, it's a group. Oh yeah, yeah. There's it's, a group in yep. the, in the world that that's all they do for a living, yep. right? Is um, that kind of stuff? Uh, you know, there was a local business in Hawaii, a restaurant, very popular one that had a one of their admins had downloaded, opened up an email, had a phishing email in it, downloaded it, and then it took three months for it to filter through their entire networks. And when it did, it was catastrophic. Yep. Catastrophic. And it was uh, ransomware. Yep. 
and they had to pay, and uh, they were getting close. The FBI got involved, and um, they were pretty close. These hackers were pretty close to actually accessing customers. I think a handful of customers' uh, cards had already been hacked, too, on top of all the other uh, devastation they've done through the company. It's funny we're talking about this because I was just watching the news this morning and on uh, Good Morning Las Vegas, they were saying that American companies paid $2.1 billion in ransomware mm-hmm. to, to try to get their, their data back. Yeah, a so lot that, of it is counties. Yes, counties, and states. Because they haven't updated their software yep. systems and stuff. Yeah, it's kind of this really strange world. Yeah, you know? and, and I've I've heard that they are very polite. It's like dealing with the business. When you call these hackers, they treat it like a business, okay? They'll fix your computers. They'll do everything. All you got to do is pay them. Have you been getting a lot of spam calls lately? Because we have been getting at least four or five a day. I've disconnected disconnected my office phones, Oh. uh, my landlines, because I get, no exaggeration, 30 calls a day. Oh, wow. I thought I had it bad. No, there. And so I just find, you know, no one calls our office uh, landlines anyway. But uh, I had them forwarded. I have one of our phone numbers forwarded to our office cell phone and we probably get i have four phone numbers at the office and uh yeah we we get 30 40 calls a day yeah i don't know how how are they how you know they talk they want us to upgrade our businesses and be online and all this stuff and yet they have no fail safes and nothing in you know nothing to protect us other than just that's what you've got to do because this is the, our new world and, and the, you've got to deal with it and right? the new world that they're yeah but the, there's no fail safe but the phone number the phone companies make millions off of these robocalls. oh they do i know yes. they do and that's yeah. why you can that's, tell it's always in the legislature or yep. you know like you notice they'll, they'll pass a bill and then all of a sudden the spam calls go away and then yep. the next thing you know they pop back up <laughs> yeah. But the scam, and I, I don't understand what the scams are. That I, out of those thirty to forty, you know, calls that we get a day, because mm-hmm. uh, it is, it's it's probably five an hour. Yeah. And they they most of them are pick up. You know, you pick up the phone. There's no one there. So. Uh, so, okay. So what they're what's happening with me is it's a local number. Mm-hmm. So I'll want to pick up because I think it's a customer, and then when I pick it up there's no one on the phone and then I hang up and then next thing you know I'm getting calls from like all kinds of numbers all, everywhere some of them say unknown on the ID some of them say it's you know you can tell it's a foreign like it's uh, outside overseas yeah, yeah. so it has 11 and then it's got like it's all different numbers um, some of it'll just say like something weird like Chicago and then like you know but it's not normal like it's not a person's name or anything like that it's not a company name it's yeah you know it's something just bizarre and it's all over the place yep uh yeah and i yeah i don't know how i do like the ones you know because i mess with them a lot of times you know (laughs) if, if it's a live person i'll just 
I'll keep the phone on, I'll put it on speaker and I'll sit there and I'll have conversations. Even if no one's there, I'll have a conversation with someone that's, that's not there. Yeah, this idiot sitting here on the phone, you know, wait, thinking I'm going to talk to him and hello, hello. Ah, I don't, <laughs> so, I just, you know what I do is I answer the phone and then as soon as I answer it, I put them on hold and then they have to listen to classical music because that's the music that came with my phone system. And I just leave it on that. You know, so yep. I just, because I don't even want to talk to them yeah. and stuff. And then, of course, they immediately hang up because now you're wasting their time, right? Yep. You know, exactly. That's a good strategy. Yes. You know? Yep. Exactly. I, I've heard of a lot of, we've got a couple of followers here. Why don't you make some comments, guys? Uh, if you're following us on YouTube or Facebook, uh, please say hi. Um, ask me a question. If I don't Warren know the answer, I'll make it up. <laughs> Warren's here to ask your answer your questions, guys. Don't be shy. Um, he's been in business for a long time. He's got a lot to say, talk about. Although he said he wasn't going to say anything, I'm, but he's, he's I'm shy. Lying about that. I'm shy. <laughs> ask Phil. I'm shy. <laughs> It's been fun here at the Benco booth. I'll tell you, you guys are all just fun, happy people. And that was the first thing I thought when I showed up. I mean, I really didn't have anything. Like I was literally like uh, messaging Lindsay or I think uh, Valerie's daughter on who manages the, the uh, Instagram. And I messaged, I'm like, I don't even have Valerie's cell phone. Yep. <laughs> and so I uh, was like, Hey, what's, what's her number? I got to call her. I'm, I've landed. You yeah, know I, I mean? yep. and so I didn't really, we kind of just kind of put it all together at the last minute, but I think it worked out. Yep. yep. Uh, we're strategizing for next year, possibly. You know? I was told, I was told we were staying at the uh, Luxor. And uh, so I showed up at the Luxor and with, with no there. plan. Well, no, as a matter of fact, I was just checking it as I was walking in to check in. Phil was there, just oh. showed up at the same time I did. So it all worked out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm over at the Tropicana. Hey, there's Ashton. Hi, Ashton. Best tips on getting more local work and repetitive customers. What a great idea. Yes, answer that. So depends on what your market is. Um, I don't advertise. All of my work comes from word of mouth. Um, my mobile business helps because for as far as dealer work, because we get a lot of employees that, you know, will send their, their wheels in. Uh, but as far as uh, it, I wish I could answer that question better, but it's do a good job. Treat your customers, you know, treat your customers right. Uh, we stand behind everything we do. If we mess something up, our customers know before they do. Yeah. And, you know, that communication is key. And and that's where our work comes from is word of mouth. Right. And our we're in a highly competitive area. Uh, yeah. We, oh, you are. Oh, yes. yes yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would guess that you are. Illinois is a pretty populated state. Yes. And we have some of the largest, you know, I shouldn't say largest, but we have some very large uh shops in our in you know within a, a 20 minute radius of us that you know they do hundreds of wheels a day and they we can't compete on them on price with them but we can compete with quality right. so if you're looking for local work um a really good resource are your local tire shops and your body mm -hmm. shops because they don't want to down a vehicle um waiting for a wheel the insurance companies will give them a that the insurance companies will give them, you know, X amount of dollars 
And as long as you can come in with those prices uh, for, you know, the compete, they don't care if they're buying a remanufactured wheel from one of the reman facilities or they're coming out and you're doing a spot repair or you're spotter coating the wheel. You know, it's, as long as they're getting the wheel done, they're getting it competitive. Those are good resources because with with the big guys, LKQ, uh, Coast to Coast, Wheels America, uh, they've gotten so big that the biggest complaint I'm getting from customers out in the field is color matches. Yeah, that's a good question. Um, and before we get into that, I have one other comment to make about uh, customer outreach or getting more customers and repeat customers. And I think that you kind of hit something on the head here that I've been thinking about for a while, and that is how big is your region? How big is your population? What yes. kind, what, who makes up your population? And I think that is something that cannot be overlooked. Uh, you need to be in an area that is large enough yes. to constantly grow uh, your business um, or you'll you'll hit the ceiling at yes. some point, you know. Uh, of, of course, there's always like online work, uh, you know, You'd be surprised how many people uh, will mail you stuff. Now we're on an island, and people do mail us or ship stuff to us. Uh, and uh, we're doing a job on from Hawaii um, right now. He's shipped all his stuff to us. You know, think about it that way too. What can you do to get away from and to get work that may not even be in your state? You know. Yes. I. You know, part of what I wanted to say was that's why I created the directory was because um, the directory attracts those kinds of leads or at least that we're starting to get those kinds of leads uh, yeah. and stuff like that. Uh, so that's another way, hopefully in the future, we can kind of do that. Uh, and I don't think a lot of, we haven't really talked about population and you know demographics and people and what industry. You're in an area that probably has a lot of trucking or across i don't know like how remote or how you know how are you like well we're in a, a we're in a highly populated area yeah. yeah we're uh we are the farthest suburb where you know where, where we're at we're one of the farthest suburbs west of chicago before you hit cornfield mm -hmm. um but we're only 30 miles away from chicago so we're right. in a we're in a That's big still, yeah, yeah we're in a huge market um, and it, it, you bring up a good point. And I don't want to sound stupid here, but that's how I ran my mobile business was by, you know, we, we looked at our populations. We looked at the number of tire shops, body shops, uh, dealerships in the area. But since my business has changed so much to retail, that's where I've been targeting. And I've probably done, you know, not the best job with my social, uh, like, I'm, I'm not even going to say I haven't even done my best job. I've done a lousy job of my social media. Yeah, I don't cool. keep on top of that. I do have Facebook representation. I've right. got, you know, we've got very good reviews on on Google and and right. You but got I the but I don't keep up. I don't keep up with my my uh, uh, Instagram. I don't keep up with any of that. And that's again going back to needing getting into that position where I need someone to take that off my plate. I'm looking, you know, I need I need someone to manage the business for me so I can concentrate on the business right right and uh so yeah those are just th those are areas that you, you can concentrate on, on bringing in more work yeah now my second point to what we were discussing is um my second point is what what is my second point oh yeah the color matching um 
that's kind of why we tend to shy away from just doing one-off rims unless they're really insisting uh, just because we understand that they're not going to match and i don't want to have one of those customers that thinks they know what they want but really doesn't know what they want yes. or what they're going to get and i tend to avoid those people yeah um but how do you manage that how do you manage that when they you know it's not going to match if it's powder coated and it's a painted the other rims are painted so we also we start out as as painting so we okay. we paint wheels as well oh you do okay so and a lot of people don't realize this but probably only half the wheels out there are actually powder coated. oh I, they're, less, they're, I would say less yeah they're they're all powder yeah, yeah they, they 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 might 90 percent of them might have a powder coat primer on it right but as far as the color goes yeah. it's a wet paint it's all painted yeah. And it's a wet paint. It's a wet clear. So yeah, that we includes have, OEMs and yes. off-market, aftermarket stuff too. Yeah, all of these rims. I, I think I saw one sign in this whole room that said powder-coated rims. Yes. Uh, there was one booth that was touting that. Other than that, I think they're all painted. Yeah. So we what we do is, uh, is and we're you know I've got some some phenomenal painters, mm -hmm. and these guys have eyes for color. And I mean I. Uh, I have been painting for for the first 15 years of my you know my company's existence. I was out. I was the one doing the work, and now I've gotten away from it. And I've trained my guys, and some of my guys have surpassed my my ability. Isn't that and, which is thing. it is it, it really is yeah. to to watch people. And I've got a good longevity with a lot of uh, my my employees. Um, but we will you know if if a customer wants a one off wheel done, and we've got to do the whole wheel, and they want it powder coated. We'll powder coat it, paint it. Pay they, you know, they're they're going to pay for it, right? Um, because basically, we're doing the wheel. You know, we're doing the wheel twice, or we'll talk them into just doing All a four. face repair. Oh, okay. You know, we'll do a face repair where we can match. You know, okay. So bring the car in. We're just, we're not going to powder coat it. We're going to paint it. Yeah. And we run into uh, we run into it quite often where some nope nope it's got to be powder coated. It's got to be powder coated. Okay. Three hundred dollars. Right. You now it's going to be three hundred dollars a wheel, and you know that that's quite a bit higher than what the market bears but those people there there are some people out there that's what they want and we can give it to them yeah and let's talk about price for a second because i was really 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 impressed when i was talking to felipe about pricing and then i brought it up again when i talked to sam his partner um from rt rtp rtm rtm customs rtp rtp customs i'm gonna get it i'm gonna remember that um, and you know their bottom, their minimum is two fifty. Now you're getting a full service there, but uh, that's per rim. Yeah. Are see, you charging three hundred? Oh, we're not even. Fees? Yeah, we're not even close. Our market uh, is one hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. So like you know they're obviously on another level here. Yes. You know? uh, we're our starting price is minimum is one fifty. Yeah. But usually we like to go anywhere from 160 to 180 is the average price. And then it's kind of been breaching that even up to 220 and stuff. Well, going going into our market, in our market, and I mean, we're we're the Chicagoland area. And it's a, we're in a, in a very affluent area. But there's just, you know, we've tried to put it to where it should be. And because we've got... Going back to these other companies that are out there that are powder coaters that just do complete volume, we actually have a company that will everything. They'll mount balance, drop off the wheels. They'll mount balance, powder coat your wheels for fifty dollars a wheel. 
Yeah, and, and it, but they don't repair them, and they don't they don't no. straighten them. They and, don't do, and they don't prep them. No, they <laughs> put yeah, they'll um, put powder over powder, hello. or they or if you've got you know big gouges, they just bury it in powder, and it's absolute garbage work. But trying to convince someone who only cares about the price, and that's not our market. That's you know, so that's one of the things. But we've tried, you know, we we tell people it's like, well, if, if you want a fifty dollar wheel, go get your fifty dollar wheel. But we've tried to push even twenty five dollars a wheel, and we've got so many other powder coat companies out there that'll do it for you know less that it's it's been a difficult challenge to do that. Our quality is better, so our clientele that we have, so they know that. our yes, and our, and the clientele that we have. I mean, we run some really nice cars. Uh, through our shop i mean we're you know on a, on a weekly basis we're pulling mclarens we're pulling okay. you know ferraris lambos uh but i would say 80 percent of our customers are bringing their their ford escorts or their you know their their, their ford stis or their volkswagens and they want it done right and they don't care that you know yeah i know i can drive out to you know to you know i can drive out at 45 minutes down closer to chicago and get it done for half but i want it done right right and so your customer is someone that cares about their car yes. you know severely like yes. like extremely and not just yes. that it's my you know not just a daily driver it could just, you know taking the kids to school it's more like this is my car and i put i put my time and effort into yes it. yeah yeah and that's a great way to define a customer right? it is you know it you is. have to go there and i i have learned over the over the year well no i really haven't learned but i've tried to learn that you know that you, we're getting into a market where I, I can I can read a lot of the customers, and if you get somebody that comes in, you know they they'll use keywords. Oh, my wheel's going to be brand new. Well, if you want brand new wheels, go buy brand new wheels. This is what we're going to do. This is what the we trigger words. The, the trigger words, <laughs> and they they're they're very triggering for me. Yes. But uh, it you know we've no we've we've got uh, um, we found that even with customers that complain it's it's grading on you but you just gotta okay you know if you're you know if you're not happy we'll take care of it we'll do whatever we got to do to make it right and usually you do it and you know then they they, they end up coming back yeah uh we had a customer uh recently um i was thinking for sure she wasn't our customer she called on the phone not once but twice and asked the same questions then she came down and i was doing a podcast so uh i wasn't able to speak to her but ross did and, and he handled it and she picked out like you know uh shimmer candy raspberry Columbia coatings and um and, uh, you know, I'm thinking, I'm looking at this girl and I'm looking at her car. It's just a VW Jetta, you know, and I'm thinking, man, man, not our customer, you know, yeah. kind of hippie-ish, you know, and just not the type that come into our shop. And, and Russ is all, no, she's doing it. She's doing it, you know, and I'm like, okay, well, I'll order the powder because I get all, you know, it's expensive. Oh, now. Yeah. Yeah. It's always been expensive for us, but, you know, pricing has gone up too. And so um, I was a little reluctant, but I did order the powder because we've been, you know, we've been, it doesn't always happen to us, but in the past, we've had people just skip out, not, yeah. you know, just not come back, even though we've ordered the powder. Yes. You know? 
Uh, but for the most part, people do come and stuff. Uh, but anyways, so, you know, we're, we've partnered up with a tire place around the corner. Okay, so they do the lift and the mount and dismount, all that stuff, and then they'll drop off the rims for us. They're super nice guys. So I'm happy to finally have someone That's to, nice. yeah, to do that. Uh, so, you know, she shows up, at, you know, and I called the tire guy and I'm like, did she make an appointment with you? You know, like, are, is this, and he, he, she actually went down there, made the appointments on in person. I mean, the whole thing. And I'm like, okay, maybe I'll believe her now, you know, um, but yeah, it went off. And then on top of that, she called, she was so thrilled. Of course, we put it up on Instagram and she liked it. Um, uh, when I went to go drop off the rims, the guys are all, hey, come over here. She left us a, a, a present in the front, in, in, the, in the car. Did she leave like, like a dirty diaper or like, you know, some, some, you know, stinky stuff or whatever, you know, and I look, I peek inside the, cause it's on the lift, but it's low, you know, on the lift and I peek inside and on the passenger uh, side seat is a bag of wood. I, I had a customer do the same thing. And I had the customer do the same thing. And by the time the car left, it was all gone. Like, I'm like, okay, come on, guys. You can't be doing that. Uh, funny stories in yes. podcasting or yes. powder coating, I mean, but isn't that it's, funny? It's that was le- the first. Yeah, it's, it's legal in Illinois now. So. They, were, uh, they, were, they were super happy. Yep. They didn't even want to touch it, actually, to be honest with you. But I didn't want any of it. But uh, uh, but it was, it was like, and I, you know, and that was like, I was like, you know, you got this. And you know what? When Ross came in, well, when she came down and talked to Ross, she asked Ross, with this color, now this is before with the weave, okay? She asked Ross specifically, will this color attract the police? Really? (laughs) And, And so he told me what she said, and then he's like, oh, well, you know, like... So uh, we do a lot of custom color. We do a lot of pink, uh, a lot of a uh, lot of uh, neon purples. Uh, one of my favorite colors that we do quite a bit for motorcycles is uh, Shocker Yellow. Oh yeah, I love that and, color. Yeah, That's yeah. a nice done color. Done properly. That that is yeah. a absolute. We've glorious. done some. We did a, a, a CTS uh, Cadillac CTS that does drag racing or whatever at the raceway park. But yeah, yeah, he's got that color until he. Until he dented it, uh, he didn't dent it. He had a vent or something. He had to make it new rims. Yeah. It was too bad. But, uh, but yeah, that's a very nice color. Um, but anyways, I thought, wow, what an odd question to ask. And then I'm thinking, is she like a, is she like a dealer? Or you know, like <laughs> then you're like your mind is going crazy. Like, what is well, that legal to, in, right? in Hawaii? You know? Or is it legal in Hawaii? Or it's, no? it's 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 kind of illegal. Okay, it's illegal stuff. But uh, they still they kind of look at the look the other way. Yeah, I mean you can have a medical marijuana license. Okay. That, but I, she didn't strike me as that person. Yeah, Chicago. Chicago and Illinois. We're we're greedy. We want gambling. We want all of our, you know, anything to raise raise uh, revenue for one of the most corrupt states in the nation. <laughs> Let's get political. Oh my God, I hate that mayor yeah. of yours. Oh, I hate her. 
she's just like a freak on a leash. Yes. Anyways, um, that's all. We're going to end that. Yep, <laughs> we're going to end on that goes political, that? we will end I think it. we've got, we've still got some listeners out there, but um, I know we're kind of coming up on a hard deadline because I think we're ending pretty soon. Yep. Um, it's, yeah, what it time is, is it? It's, yeah, see, yeah, we got to close nine up minutes, and I got to put my stuff away. So, Warren, it, was great talking to it you, has been a pleasure. It has been and we'll be here tomorrow. You did tomorrow. You, you were. You, uh, you I didn't, didn't shut up. You, no, you didn't even. Nope. Yeah, you just once you got started. I've been. Uh, I've been told that I can. I have the gift of gab. Yeah, I think you've proven it. Yeah, so, pretty yep. well. Well, thank you very much. All right, aloha, everybody.